Welcome to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the Warhammer 40k podcast where you get to write the script. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support the show and maybe even jump your story in the line, or maybe even read stories with me, or maybe you have a story you would like to read to me, head on over to Patreon at Lorehammer Listener Lore and check out all the cool ways to get involved and support the show. Enjoy. Welcome to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the 40k podcast where you write the script and Mark shits the bed. <laughs> Christian and this is Mark. We're here for another exciting installment. <laughs> uh, and today we're reading a story by Alex called The Chimerian of Voidborns. Any any uh, intro comments before we get started, Marcus? Uh, I got the sheets all fresh and I'm ready to make them dirty, I guess. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Looking forward to it. All right. All right, the Chimerian Voidborns. History. During the 9th century of the 40th millennium, the Hierarchor sector of the Ultima Segmentum was in the midst of devastating pirate conflicts. The sector, which for centuries had been failing military presence, which had seen failing military presence and corrupt politicians, was now fighting a series of intermittent naval conflicts with pirate lords preying on the weakened planets. The Imperial Navy detachment was too undermanned to adequately defend all planets, and armed merchantmen did not usually have enough souls on board to defend themselves from the pirates' vicious boarding attacks. Vice Baron Admiral Adamero, leader of a small squadron operating in the heartlands of the sector, thought of an ingenious idea to solve the manpower problem to militarize the people known as the Voidborn. Voidborn is the name given to the inhabitants of spaceships who live deep in the bowels of the spacecrafts, who serve in chain gangs and loading decks, and who for generations have never felt natural gravity, sunlight, or anything outside the embrace of the steel hull. Setting camp on Chimera, one of the most important planets of the Hierarchor sector, Vice Baron Admiral Edamero installed an edict to recruit a portion of the Voidborn of every spaceship passing through, to train them into an effective fighting force, and to distribute these soldiers into passing ships. Although the conflict would be won seven years later by the intervention of Lord Solar Admiral Helmut Krott and the force of Kersheridon Astartes, the effectiveness of the Chimerian Voidborns was realized. Having lived in spacecrafts their whole lives, Voidborns were very adept at repelling boarding, atta- repelling boarding attacks and capturing enemy ships. In M39-956, control of the Voidborn was handed over to the Astra Militarum to be transformed into official regiments. This is very cool so far. I'm digging it. Yeah. Recruitment and training. Since the official edict of recruitment of Chimeria of M39-956, any ship larger than 800 meters stopping at Chimera must give a small portion of their boardborn to the guard. Press gangers will be sent to the room or to roam the dark lower decks of the craft to round up the fit members of the crew, including mutants. 
Although captains initially balk at the notion, they have now come to accept it, as the amount of crew members rounded up is minimal and offers a chance to clean the ships of overflow the ships of overflow overflow souls and mutants. As Chimeria is a linchpin in commerce, routes for the entire sector, the regiment has non uh, the regiments are never short on bodies. New recruits are then brought to the Chimerians' orbital stations to commence their brutal training. Chimeria is a gas planet, but is surrounded by 26 moons and hundreds of orbital docks, rings, stations, defenses, and cities. Abroad, aboard these floating habitats, the trainees are physically and mentally broken down by a series of grueling exercises to be inducted in the strange regimental practices and remolded into deadly fighters. Operations and Organization Once their training is complete, Chimerian Voidborns are grouped into regiments, which usually number a couple hundred to five thousand men. They are then distributed amongst ships that pass through the Chimerian Void installations. Any spacecraft can request Chimerian troopers, but they are mostly given to ships that have the biggest threat of being attacked and boarded, such as Navy ships, armed merchantmen, rogue traders, administratum data haulers and slave galleys and or miners once upon the ship the chimerian voidborn will be assigned to quarters deep in the belly of the crafts as this is what they were used to each regiment follows a standard imperial guard organization of platoons companies and brigades and are led by a colonel additionally each chimerian detachment is accompanied by a void master void masters are recruited from chimerian veterans that have survived countless engagements and receive additional schooling not only in naval warfare, but also in table matters. The Voidmaster and his staff, or tacticians, quartermasters, and commissars are the liaison between the Voidborn and the ship's high command. Fighting Style Once upon a ship, the Voidmaster, senior Chimerian officers, and the ship's commanders will establish defense plans, locating linchpins such as hangars, transit hubs, engine rooms, macro cannon chambers, and command centers in, in the ship, and prepare strategies for their defense. That way, if the ship is boarded, the Chimerians will quickly move to their defense positions, breaking down enemy attacks with waves of fierce fire. After breaking hostile boarding action assaults, the Chimerians will move to either destroy or capture the enemy boarding crafts to cut off their chance of escape. Chimerians also frequently take part in boarding actions. They are packed like sardines into huge specialized boarding crafts such as Common Shark Assault Boat, the Tri-Hub Predator Boarding Missile, or the Rare Squid-like Invader-class boarding craft. <laughs> wow, I like that one. The Rare Squid-like Invader-class boarding craft. Perfect. Crossing the continent size... I'm going to look that Yeah. <laughs> Crossing the continent-sized gulf between warring battleships is insanely dangerous, and many die by missile fire, destruction by interceptors, or by incorrectly hitting the target ship and exploding on impact. For the few boarding for the boarding ships that do manage to successfully land on the target and breach a hole, a new kind of hell has just begun for the Chimerians, as they are faced with two choices: take the ship or die trying. Scout units fan out in front and Mainline troopers make the bulk of the advance. Lower-ranking officers lead from the front and higher-ranking officers lead from the rear in mobile command posts. Fighting in the cramped corridors of the ship is insanely brutal. Firefight, firefights often dissolve, 
firefights often devolve into savage hand-to-hand combat, and the burn of heavy weapons such as flamers and melters can reduce entire squads into slags in seconds. However, this claustrophobic fighting is what the Voidborn excel at. They easily navigate in the tight quarters, fight even when the artificial gravity and the lights are off, and combat with gun, blade, tooth, and nail. Guided by the Voidborn void speakers towards strategically important areas of the ship, they will capture transit hubs and sub-command centers before moving to the bridge of the enemy ship and finalizing its capture. Sometimes the boarding troops are not meant to capture the hostile vessel, but destroy it. In this scenario, they will capture engine rooms and engineer posts before blowing up the engines, exploding the ship within in a fiery ball of hot white plasma fire. This is uh, this is fantastic. I love everything about this. For real, yeah. Customs. Chimerian Voidborns are savage warriors, and their terrifying combat abilities have earned them a sinister reputation across the sector. Having lived in space for generations, they are unnaturally gifted to combat in void crafts. They can maneuver tight spaces, are not claustrophobic, and can fight even in the lack even in the lack of oxygen, light, or gravity. Chimerian press gangers only recruit the strongest and most fierce, and so Chimerians are known for their brutality, especially in hand-to-hand combat. They carry with them serrated blades and axes designed to maim as well as to kill. These blades are also useful when cutting up corpses to perform cannibalistic rituals. As food in the dark belly of the void ship is scarce, every voidborn, even before being recruited by the Chimerian press gangers, has tasted human flesh. Once inducted into the Chimerians, the practice does not stop. The Chimerians eat their fallen comrades not only to make their rations last longer, but to honor them for their sacrifice. By eating the flesh of the dead, their death is not in vain as their energy will continue to power their squad mates. Once stationed on a ship, Chimerians may scare the upper echelons of the vessel, but will often fraternize and find companionship with other voidborn slaves and menials on the ship, for they are of the same origin. The only Chimerians that do not participate in the gruesome rituals are the Void Master and his staff. As they are the liaison between the Chimerians and the ship's captain, they must present an aura of civilization and culture. I absolutely love that. I, uh, it plays on a lot of things that exist more like the Voidborn. Mm-hmm. Who, yeah, it can exist in the bellies of ships. Like This plays to them in so many ways, uh, being super savage. Even yeah, just, just uh, eating each other and shit. Yeah, and I love the, the the rationale even of like, yeah, their energy fuels the rest of the squad. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this isn't. If you ever die, cool. if you die, Mark, I'm gonna eat you. <laughs> please, please do. Your memory will live on. <laughs> as long as you share me with my cats. Or share. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Equipment. Chimerian troopers wear flak armor, while some veterans have the honor of donning carapace armor. Chimerian armor is often scavenged from fallen comrades and enemies, and as such, will develop a motley look. They are often adorned with totems and charms, such as bones and spikes. Troopers are, depending on availability, armed with las guns and auto guns, while veterans will sometimes carry shotguns, which are devastating in the ship's close quarters. To protect themselves against depressurization and chemical attacks, all Chimerians wear hermetically Hermetical respirator masks. I was kind of expecting a little more. Special. In terms of gear, like I, I like that. 
No, no, no. So you you have people like uh, I forget what that new set of models are, uh, like armsmen, naval armsmen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You have them in their like official, you know, either snappy clean uniforms or like their void born breacher uniforms. But then yeah. you have these guys who are like savage, and you just like unleash them on the enemy. Yeah, like I don't, uh, I don't mind the the overall look. I feel like they were just missing like some type of like, like if they're they're meant to be fighting in void warfare. I just feel well, like at the very least they need like just a rubber suit on them, and then all that other kind of stuff. But I don't know how the vacuum of space works very well. So <laughs> I'm not a honest. space physicist. Yeah, no, um, no, I like I I see them as being again like for boarding actions. Um, they're not like flying through space without their suits on. They're like put into a pod and the yeah. pod is set through. And they're also the kind of like expendable troops. Like even if you lost yeah. a few to the vacuum of space, it'd be like, eh, not yeah, that yeah. big a deal. You know, they're, they're like this horde that you just unleash. Yeah. And I love, I love like the mental image of them, like crawling around, like lurking on the ship corridors, almost like, almost yeah. like, but not quite like goblins from uh, Moria. Yeah, like I could picture like this long war where it's like maybe they lost contact with everyone else, but you know they're still gonna try to take this ship, and it's like they're never quite gone because they're just living in the in the underbelly. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, exactly. Right? They like will pop up in incursions and yeah. attack you when you least expect it in the hallway or something. Yeah, I guess even just going back to like the gear and stuff, like just yeah, they are so expendable because even if they take the craft, like the chances are they're gonna blow up the craft anyways, or like. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, they're not no, no, no. It. it's cool. Yeah, specialized troops. Chimerian regiments carry specialized troops. Here they are, mutant soldiers. When the press gangers of Chimeria recruit future Voidborn soldiers, they also round up any mutant or abhuman they find. The majority of these are turned into suicide bombers. The Chimerians' training facilities. These mutants are taught that their lives are worthless that the only way to absolve the sin of their existence is by dying in service of the Emperor. During Chimerian engagements, they will don explosive vests and carry leftover weaponry, and will charge enemy lines to blow up a weak spot in them. The only two strains of abumen that are used as something other than suicide bombers are Ogrins and Rallings. Ogrins, once pumped full of drugs and painkillers, plated with crude armor and given deadly maces, make for excellent line breakers and shock troops. On the other hand, because of their small size, rattlings can easily enter air ducts and, and waste canals, giving them a useful advantage during boarding actions. <clears throat> Abhumans are also used as slave porters and supply lines during assaults. That's the other cool aspect I like about these guys, is they they actually use their mutants. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm little... kind of like thinking now just you know on tabletop if this does have an army like he's playing like cultists you know because then he could have yeah, like, you know some hybrid mutants some augrin abhumans uh yeah it's almost a way to make loyalist cultists models yeah yeah or make <laughs> yeah that's cool i can think of a little rattling hiding in your toilet sit yeah. down to poop and something get in the butt <laughs> no <laughs> You'll never sit comfortably on a toilet again. No, I was always worried the chances about chances of getting stabbed by a rattling. And what? now I was always worried about snakes and alligators. Now I gotta worry about rattlings. Fuck. <laughs> rattlings in your toilets, yeah. <laughs> getting stabbed by rattlings is uh 
very rare, but chances are never zero. <laughs> you want to read the veterans? Yeah. Veterans. Timerian troopers that have participated in numerous engagements have and survived because of their skill and determination can be promoted to veteran. They have to first pick over any equipment and carry large numbers of heavy weapons. During engagements, they can be used in two ways. They can either serve at the front lines at the tip of the sphere, or they can hang back as reserve troops ready to be ready to be deployed to break enemy lines where they are weakest. Pretty sound doctrine. Yep. In either case. I do like the whole salvage Boy. thing. So it's like, you know, they do get more equipment and stuff and like, yeah. Yeah, like they could be decently equipped if they've had like a, a string of successful engagements. Like, imagine looting. Yeah, like, like this guy's got like a... or some of them have nothing but like a, a knife and a pistol, right? Like, <laughs> there's so many ways you could go with it. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Super flexible. Void speakers. All Chimerians possess an innate sense of direction, but some are more gifted than others. During training at the orbital stations above Chimera. These individuals are selected and are submitted to rigorous training to become void speakers. They are forced to memorize the layout of as many known ship patterns as possible. Their sense of direction is honed through inner ear surgery and are subject to intense mathematical training. Void speakers serve as guides during boarding actions on enemy ships. As ships are enormous and it is easy to lose track of your location, void speakers' knowledge of ship design, probability, data analysis, and guesswork to locate where they and their objectives are in the ship. As the box communications are often unreliable during porting attacks, each void speaker is accompanied by drummen, who use these instruments made of skin to communicate in the passageways of the ship. The beat of the drums also serves as a demoralization tactic against hostiles. As the knowledge void speakers have can be extremely dangerous if it falls into the hands of the enemies of the Imperium, they each carry a self-destruct device to use if captured. They are called void speakers because by listening to the creaking of the hull, they can infer their location and make divinations. They speak to the ship and the ship speaks back. Those are very awesome. Yeah. I love the I love drums. Yeah. Right back to Moria, man. You just hear drums in the deep. Yeah. Hittering of like voids, voidsmen board coming for you. It's yeah. like a horror novel. I love it. Yeah. Everything about this. And I love the how he thinks through like, okay, you board a tow ship, you don't know where anything is, but these guys have studied, they've like Yeah. They, when they're approaching, they, hold... they know how big the ship is, so they can be like, Well, we've walked definitely this far on this tiny ship. Yeah. Like... Yeah, exactly. And they even they're um yeah, they're like the how the ship quote unquote speaks back to them, right? Like Yeah. I... You could see them like maybe telling everyone to be quiet and they put their ear to the ship's hull and just hear the creaking and then they know where they are or and, you know, it could just be, like, magic, woo-woo, but nobody knows, right? Like, I do love that they <laughs> kept it mysterious and just enough where it's like, do these guys have some type of, type of warp touch? Or are they just super trained and, like, you know, that super good sense of direction, you know? Yeah. And, yeah, they are modified they... and stuff, but you could still be kind of warp touched. Yeah, or is it just, like, made up and it's just, like, a guy who thinks he knows where he's going and everyone just follows him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this is, these are fantastic additions. Very cool. Yeah. I, I'm just going to be picturing the drums now, like, in my mind, whenever it's quiet, just... Love it. Assault Master. 
Assault Masters is a temporary rank given to the highest ranking officer, usually a colonel, before a boarding assault. The Assault Master is the chief of the boarding assault of the specific ship he is boarding. As the board master stays on the mothership and can be responsible for managing many boarding assaults at once, assault masters are responsible for on-ground command of the ship they are boarding. They direct the attack and, if necessary, can self-destruct their boarding crafts to prevent the capture by the enemy. Yeah, like their lives are very cheap. Yeah. Which is cool. And the assault master is like directing. So yeah, like here's a crazy thing. Like ships in 40k are almost are small cities, some of them. Yeah. So, like, if you think of this guy, like, directing multiple boarding actions, you're directing multiple invasions of multiple cities in an engagement. Yeah. That's, like, the level of command you're looking at. So, yeah, like, all of it is, I love I love every piece of this. It should just be worked into a codex or something. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. I, It fits so perfectly. Uh, he yeah. had one little note here we'll read, and then we'll dissect this a little bit more. Note, I don't collect Chimerian Voidborn. I just love space warfare and thought of this idea. Inspiration comes from boarding actions in the Badab War books, the Von Castian Rogue Trader Dynasty in the Horizian War series, and boarding actions in Star Wars. Yeah. Man after my own heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so um, cool. I mentioned I was going to look up that boarding craft. I don't see it in 40k terms, but I do see one from Babylon 5 and one from Star Wars. So I'm thinking that might be his inspiration for those uh, yeah, yeah. craft. Stuff. It was cool. He came up with like a couple different spacecraft there or whatever. Like just kind of yeah, different kinds of boarding methods. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's go yeah, back no, to I, the very beginning of where these guys kind of how they get recruited. I think that's the coolest way. It's like this trading hub that just demands that we get some of your fucking guys. <laughs> Yeah, and especially the guys that you don't even want on your ship anyways. Yeah. Like, yeah, these people could become a liability, like, living in the depths of your ship that you didn't... They're not counted as part of the, the crew. So, you know, yeah, I will gladly give you a tithe of those guys. Let me just send some uh, armsmen down there and round up a bunch and give them to you. <laughs> so, yeah. I, yeah. I... No, I I wish he kind of went a little bit more into like the recruitment and training of how he kind of like breaks these, you know, breaks down people from all across the galaxy and gets them kind of to be on a unified front. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause you're recruiting from like so many different ships. Like they might not even speak the same language. Yeah, um, exactly. They might not yeah. even speak a language. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just grunts and gurgles. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's such a minor thing. And like, yeah, it 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 is nice. That it leaves it up to the imagination because it's not really the main part of the story. Like, it doesn't really matter how they got there, I guess, how they got yeah. these. Yeah, but. Which is another 4K staple is don't give too much information. Let the person who's imagining lay out the groundwork and the person playing it will fill in the rest. Yeah, exactly. That's what I love. Yeah. Uh, yeah, these guys cool. are just so versatile. It was cool, too, that he kind of tied the Carcharodons in there. And this was a great way to tie something in, just so subtle, one sentence, and then it was like, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and it makes sense, too, because the Kersheridons, uh are good at boarding actions and void warfare. So, like, it, it would make sense that they adopt that as, yeah. a, uh, as a pattern, right? Like. Yeah, and that's it. Like it's not like they fall. They only work with Karsheridons. They only yeah, with they're not wearing sharks guys. on themselves. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 
no, you don't need none of that other stuff. They just were influenced by it and we've moved on now. Yeah. <laughs> Great. I like the gas giant, all the many moons. Like, yeah, I just love the port city idea or port cities. Plural. Yeah. You could just imagine like a big trading hub with like tons of human traffic. Trafficking, yes. And human trafficking both. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah like, every paragraph here like was something new to just ponder and explore. This was 10 out of 10, I think. Yeah, it's uh, suddenly become one of my top three. <laughs> I won't we need say a which of system on Discord for you here, but all the um, I guess my final thought is all the fucking like uh human ritual of meat eating themselves is just so cool. Just because that's just what they were doing. Like I I picture these voidborn like when you get deep in the bowels of the ship, there's all types of crazy mutants down there, and like uh I forget what they're called, but like there's certain types of like like really crazy mutants down there i can imagine them battling them and eating them and just it's chaos yeah yeah but not in like the heretical chaos and it's just chaos as an anarchy yeah it's anarchy. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, just do whatever you need to do to survive yeah exactly and that breeds like a certain type of savage human <laughs> okay yeah, like so he he said he didn't collect these guys. If you could collect this army, do you envision any models for them, or how do you kind of? I definitely start with like a base of chaos cultists, probably. Um, some uh, who are the uh, the gang? Not uh, the Cotter Cot Cowder gang. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With all the robes yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I wouldn't use the masks. I would use something more like horrific. Maybe like the ghoul heads from Warhammer Fantasy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Something like that, like just pieces. And then, you know, uh, make veterans like attach pieces of armor to like a veteran unit. Yeah. In like, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, definitely start with like, yeah, those chaos cultists. Or, or you know what? Maybe, yeah, no, chaos cultists for sure, because they're so ragtag. Yeah, you know, you got strips of cloth, you have some things that could have been a uniform, you have bits of armor. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking more of the old school chaos cultists before mm. these new ones that are mostly shirtless. Yeah. I mean, you could use them too. There's That's a beautiful thing about this army. You could use anything. Everything, and, really. And justify <laughs> it, right? Like, oh yeah, we just looted the ship. It's almost like orcs, right? Like you can... Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the imagination's the limit on what they could have acquired. Yeah, um, yeah, and and even just kind of like normally this kind of behavior, like looting and like uh, using alien tech, is frowned upon. But I can just picture these guys taking it back into the depths of the Voidcraft. Yeah, no one would even know they had it. No right? one would ever know. Like a guy comes up wielding a pulse rifle, and then it goes back into their like dark, dank quarters, <laughs> and never into their void like pocket. That's what it's right. called, Christian. <laughs> the void pocket. Yes. <laughs> when things go missing and no one knows where they are it's in your void pocket <laughs> oh man do you have any other thoughts on this no I, well i have infinite thoughts on it to be <laughs> honest it's like sit and discuss all the different units i would do have like a crazy mutant units yeah. i would go like crazy crazy like chaos spawn but i would definitely go like you know the big gene stealer abhorrence yeah something like that have some like scuttly ones that are more like you know little gremlins more so than like big bulking brutes yeah yeah 
Like there's so many ways to cut this cake. Even just using the regular ghouls. I like those Warhammer Fantasy ghouls who are like just hunched over humans with all the oh, bone bits yeah. and stuff. I like those as like the, the base of what these guys normally live like. Yeah, yeah. And then they get grabbed and kind of put in these units and kind of like somewhat civilized. <laughs> so you, you can still have both flavors of like the crazy ones that like if you go in there, they'll just eat you. They'll kill you and eat you. Yeah. And then you have these ones that are like a little bit more civilized. They, you know, wear clothes and have weapons. And then you go all the way up to like their colonels and like their command staff and void masters and stuff. Yeah. Who I like to think of them as like looking a little off. Like maybe they're super pale. Maybe they did eat human flesh. So they do have like fangs and stuff or like their eyes are like super pale. Yeah. But yeah, dress, they dress and look proper and they speak properly. But something's off about them and you're like, they look like they came out of like, yeah, it looks like it looks wrong. Yeah. It looks like, you know, you took a guy who's at his funeral in the casket. He's all dressed up. Right, and, and he just slapped the uniform on him. Yeah, exactly. He's a dead That's kind of what I picture. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like he's able to to talk and navigate through like quote unquote polite society. So he's like up there in the command bridge. Yeah, but uh, he's just you know, is... talking with everyone, but like his breath smells like death. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Like I would if I have enough leftover pieces from all the projects I'm doing, maybe I'll I'll get around <laughs> to doing something like this. At the very I love Void Warfare too. I think it's such an under I'm so glad all these new sets of like Gallo Dark. Yeah. They're really getting into that. And I think this really compliments that yeah it's super cool it'd be cool to start seeing some like xenos void warfare specialists like what do uh fire warrior tau on the aircraft look like because they might yeah. be wearing something completely different yeah yeah no i i their, their kill teams kind of do stuff like that but yeah i'd like to see a more specialized unit because you have like i said those void voidsmen yeah who are dedicated like ship orders and stuff so it'd be cool to see see the equivalent with other species too there's so many it's like the naval warfare stuff i think void warfare and then naval warfare are like super underexplored yeah dk avenues right now they're they're doing a great job of starting to do the void warfare stuff but yeah i feel like so we keep seeing more there. and more aquatic stuff come up like in like yeah. the fandom and the community yeah, there's there's some hardcore groups out there that like, and same with the void warfare stuff. To be fair, there's there's whole like yeah. pages dedicated to making void warfare, uh, kill teams and armies yeah. and like specialists. So, yeah, like we, we've been doing forty k for a long time, so it's cool. Like uh, around seventh edition or whatever, that's when like forty k got aircraft, and that was such a huge like yeah dimension of the game that now we got and all these new aircraft and yeah, but we need yeah, that exactly. Much. Yeah, just open it up to a new new dimension of combat. Yeah. Yeah, that's the nice thing about man. We just want to fight literally everywhere we can think. <laughs> I'll fight you on land. I'll fight you in the sea. I'll fight you <laughs> in the air. I'll fight you in space. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, well, if you guys have lore, this was great. Did we ever say this guy's name? His name was Alexis. Um, thank you so much for writing it. Yeah, looking forward to hearing more from you. Yeah. If you guys have lore that you want to submit, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to support the show, go to Patreon and go to listener lore, lorehammer listener lore. And then once you're there, you just press the buy all button. <laughs> I would like to donate all my money. Yes. <laughs> What's your life savings? <laughs> 
I accept. We're humble about it. It's fine. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. We'll see you all on the next episode. Thanks for listening. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out our Patreon page and support the show at Lorehammer Listener Lore. See you next episode.